Welcome to Road to Play Podcast. I am your game master, Kent Blue. We are an actual play podcast where I play tabletop role-playing games with my friends from all over the world. So if you're ready, grab a player sheet, grab some dice, and let's roll to play. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Road to Play Podcast. My name is Kent Blue, and I am your Game Master. I hope everybody enjoyed our special bonus Halloween episode of Dread. I tell you what, it was just a fun, fun episode to record. I had so much fun with Kara, David, and Andy, and I look forward to get them back on the show as soon as possible if they did just such an awesome job. Real quick, I just want to say thank you to everyone who listens and shares and enjoys the podcast and talks about it and interacts with us online. It's It makes doing this just even more worth it than it already was. Just the, the community that's starting to build around this podcast and the interactions and people we're meeting. It's just so awesome. And I can't believe that people are actually taking time out to listen to this, this thing that I just had an idea to do and started doing. So thank you all. Uh, if you want to help us grow more and reach more people, definitely get on iTunes, rate and review us. That is the best way to get us out there to more and more people. The more ratings and reviews we have, we start to appear on the charts, the top charts, and just more people see us and find us. So please get out there, rate us, review us, five-star review if you wish, if you feel that way. It really helps out. If you don't want to rate and review, just share us with a friend. You know, retweet us, mention us on Facebook. Just say, hey, I think you'll enjoy this podcast. Just get us out there. We're looking to just grow a big community around this podcast and around role-playing games. Real quick, I want to give a shout-out to one of my buddies. Uh, it's, his name's Curtis. He is, he's he's been with us from the start. He's always interacting with us on Facebook. And, you know, I just, I'm so appreciative of that, that he is getting the word out there, that he's interacting, he's commenting, he's listening to the episodes. I know he's a fellow GM running some Dungeons and Dragons games, and he, you know, he listened to our Everyone is John episode and said he wants to try that with his group. And that's just awesome that, that this show is, you know, introducing people to new games. I love it. He has a YouTube channel that I like. He streams games with his friends, uh, and... You know, it's just really cool. They got a good dynamic. They're playing different games. I've really been enjoying the Dead by Daylight series that they've been doing. So check it out. Go on YouTube. Just search out Bowling Dude 1106 I'll make sure to link it in the show notes if that type of thing interests you. But thank you so much to Curtis. And, you know, go support him on his YouTube channel the way he's been supporting us. And with all that out of the way, let's talk about our game this week. It is Inspectors. It was designed by Jared Sorensen and independently published through Memento Mori Theatrics. It's a game where you play as investigators of the paranormal. Kind of like Ghostbusters, but you could use it for werewolves, vampires, just any kind of paranormal uh, entity or activity out there. You build a franchise with your fellow players, which you'll hear, and you go out and complete jobs and slowly build your reputation as a paranormal investigation group but it's done in the style of a reality tv show is like following this group around so 
you'll hear about it more in the game. Um, I think it's a really cool system. It's a lot of fun. It's very creative. It it's just uses a D6. My players this week are Dave Roberts. You can find Dave on the Erie International Podcast. You can find him on Generation Animation. He has a, a podcast called The BS Cast. I will link to all that in the show notes. Dave's just one of the best out there. He's great. Go check him out everywhere. Also on this episode is one of his co-hosts on Generation Animation, Tyler Moliterno. Tyler's a really cool dude. This was his first role-playing experience. And I tell you what, he just he he fell into it probably better than anybody else I've ever seen on their first role-playing experience. Our last player is Matt from Rogue Print Company. Uh, you can follow it on Twitter at RoguePrintCO. Uh, Matt is super cool, super funny, super creative. He's just, you know, I met him through the podcast Hideous Energy, and it's just, you know, we kind of clicked. He's a really awesome dude, and I really enjoy talking to Matt online, and this is my first time talking to him in person, and the dude is just a great guy. Check all those guys out. We're going to have all their links in the show notes. So be sure to hit those up to see what these guys are doing and go go support them because they're well worth your time. So with all of that out of the way, let's get to our game this week, Inspector. This week we're playing Inspectors, which is a game about startup business of ghost hunters, essentially, or other kind of supernatural investigation. It's a really easy system, uh, just using D6 that you roll against your skill and see what happens. It's really a player-led game. A lot of times players get to choose what happens to them, unless they roll bad, which in case I get to hose them as in the worst ways possible that I can think of. <laughs> this week I've brought on uh, some of my friends from around the world, you know, get an international vibe. Uh, we'll start with we'll start with Matt. Matt, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, and anything you want you want to promote or anything, and then we'll get to your character later. Okay, sure. Um, I'm Matt. I'm from England. Um, I met Kent on the from the Patreon of Hideous Energy. So we both listened to this other podcast, and that's how I met Kent. He started doing this with them, and I really wanted to get involved because I like this kind of stuff. I'm very new to rpgs but i play some board games so um yeah just really wanted to get involved what kind of board games have you played what are some of your um so my favorite is probably still scythe um and i like mansions of madness you'd like that ken i don't think we talked about it um it's right up your street it's like a lovecraftian um exactly that yeah. so you're in you've got you sort of like dungeon crawling through a mansion solving mysteries i've also got dave from uh the erie international podcast hey what's going on dave <laughs> nothing much i'm gonna shield the shit out of everything because i'm not ashamed <laughs> everybody everybody take a seat we're gonna be here a while <laughs> we might be here a while i'm on 18 podcasts uh i'm not really I've, i am no kevin smith but no i'm on um Erie International, as you've already mentioned, I'm also on a, uh, a podcast with the other American voice that you've already heard on this episode, Hi. Tyler Moliterno. Hello, Tyler. Um, <laughs> we, we do uh, Generation Animation. We literally last night recorded our fifth year anniversary episode. Uh, I got horribly drunk um, and yeah, I shouldn't ever do that again. And uh, I also 
every now and then do a little thing called the BS Cast, which technically isn't really a podcast because you can't get it on your iPod. Um, f- frankly, the number of episodes that I've done recently, you can't get it on anything. But uh, every now and then, I just like to shoot the shit with people about random crap. And uh, now the cat is standing on my player sheet. Get off, cat. Um, and yeah, so that's pretty much everything. And uh, I have very little experience with board games outside of your traditional stuff, the likes of Monopoly and uh, Snakes and Ladders and all that kind of stuff. But the good thing is that I know how to use a six-sided dice. So that's there. That's all right. <laughs> Perfect. Dave has a little bit of role-playing experience, um, which, which really kind of his experience. I, I ran him through some Call of Cthulhu scenarios, and that that was kind of really the beginning of this whole endeavor of me uh, doing this podcast. So. Yeah, Kent popped my cherry. <laughs> oh, <man>. I did. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Tyler. Uh, Tyler, a little bit about yourself. Go ahead and shill whatever you want to shill. And uh okay so like dave said i i host a show with dave called generation animation uh which is a fun show uh if you don't like cartoons i also have a podcast called the breakdown which is a box office review show so we basically we we go over the top 10 in the box office we review one of the new releases that just came out in theaters and then we do a kind of like prediction uh for the next week uh so it all starts over again uh, you can check that out on iTunes or whatever. Um, and this is my first time ever playing a role-playing game. Like, I've never really done it before, so I'm pretty excited. Good, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I play with a lot of new people, uh, and it always, you know, I, I find that people always kind of fall into it with just a, within just a few minutes. That's what I kind of really like about role-playing. If you have a good group of people, everyone kind of just falls into it and, you know, becomes very natural to them suddenly. So, Okay, so like I said, we're playing Inspectors, which um, basically it's a, it's based, it's like Ghostbusters. You're essentially creating a Ghostbusters-type corporation. Uh, it can range anywhere from just being a startup to being an established company within the world of inspectors everybody knows about ghosts and vampires and werewolves and everything so it's nothing you're unusual you're not trying to do anything undercover or behind the scenes so it's right out in the open everybody knows and the way the game starts is by creating your franchise so we're going to do that uh, you we y'all do that collaboratively uh i have a series of questions i'll ask and you guys can just kind of bounce your answers off of each other and we'll see what kind of franchise we come up with. Right on. Right on. All right. So the first question we'll start with is how big is your franchise? I don't like to boast. Small. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like to boast. Big enough. (laughs) Big enough. (laughs) Never had any complaints. Look, yeah, I have any complaints. (laughs) (laughs) All right. How long has it been in operation? Has it been? Is it new? Has it been going a few years? I feel like maybe maybe a few months. Maybe we're we're new, but we're not like fresh, completely new. You know, like we've we've been around oh. for a little bit. That just, sounds good to me. Just start yeah. to get your brand Into out it. there. Yeah. yeah. Have it committed. Get ready to, to take the next step. Yeah. Maybe haven't committed to like proper website or email. Still maybe going with a Gmail account. <laughs> yeah, it's really really hard to contact <laughs> us. Yeah, we, we, our website is a blog spot. Okay. Uh, okay, with that, I think we probably know, is this the main office? Is it, or is it part of an established franchise? Sounds like it's probably the main office. It's kind of a startup. Yeah, I think we're the main office. Yeah, I think that we're like, we're, we're pretty small. This is as good yeah. as it gets. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, where is your franchise located, like, building-wise? Uh, the Game of Inspectors is all kind of out of uh, California. So, like, wh- what what type of building are you working in here? I'm not familiar with buildings in California. Like a garage? Yeah, I guess. Of a house? Okay. We like a, we like a Silicon Valley-style garage startup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like a proper like, startup. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, and uh, are you three the only three working there, or do you have anyone else that works with you? I feel like we should have some really, like, disinterested staff. Yeah, we should have a secretary called Darlene. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, something like that. They're completely unhelpful. (laughs) What's our our secretary's name? Darlene. Darlene. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, let's see. Now is uh, she now is she British as well? And now is this a situation where I'm the only <laughs> American, despite the fact that we're located? In- <laughs> Darlene is not a British name. I don't think you can have a British secretary called Darlene. <laughs> I think she's a Valley girl. Okay, that's perfect. Oh, great! That's a voice I'm going to have to attend. She's a, she's a, she's a still like, she's oh still God, like, Ken! Please, girl. I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I ran across a voice I didn't want to do, I made her mute. So, <laughs> oh, genius! That she'd be a great secretary manning the phones. Uh, you- now, wait, really quick. What's everybody's? I, I know we kind of mentioned it, but so my my uh, character uh, probably made the website because he has a one in technology. Um, <laughs> But what do we have? Does anybody is anybody pro, proficient in technology? I, I am. Yeah, you go, are. Okay. Let's go ahead and we'll just introduce our characters here because the next question kind of starts leading into that. So let's go ahead and introduce your characters. Um, just a little bit about them, where they come from, and anything. Uh, okay, I will. I'll go first. Uh, my my name is Joel Cinnamon. Um. <laughs> with a little take on, on Joel Kinnaman. He is a uh, former newspaper journalist who basically got um, like like as he was going around and uh, doing different jobs, he slowly started to kind of like find that there there's a lot more to supernatural myths. Um, he doesn't necessarily uh, believe in everything every ghost or every supernatural but he does believe that there's a basis to the rumor of whatever might be out there so you know he's not like so super sure that a vampire is a vampire just because it's kind of like a vampire because he doesn't know if vampires are real or made up so he just kind of takes everything with a with kind of a, a journalistic uh a look like he's trying to uncover the truth um that's out there and he's very skeptical Okay, sounds good. Uh, we'll go with Matt next. Okay, so my name is Bendy Lick Custard Bath, um, <laughs> and my friends call me Bendy. Um, I worked in IT support for a community college um, whilst I was sort of like dabbling and in inventing in my own time. Um, and I sort of got into um, paranormal investigation when my parents were eaten by ghosts. In front oh, well, of me. Eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat eating. I can't think of that word. It's very early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were eating Eight. my ghosts right in front of me. <laughs> so wow. I, yeah, here I am. So you have you you have Joel who who's very skeptical, and you have Bendy who's like, Nah, man, my 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 parents were just you know 
eaten right in front of me. Straight up eaten <laughs> by guys. So no skepticism there at all. <laughs> all right, Dave, what, what's your character? Uh, my name is Dr. Elderforth Remington Smythe III. Uh, you may call me Smithy. Uh, I am a uh, doctor in quantum entanglement theory. I, I went to Oxford and uh, graduated at, uh, at a very young age. Uh, I, I found it uh, rather easy. Uh, since then, I've been teaching uh, at Oxford University. Uh, but uh, I, I became rather bored with all of that, you see, because I, I became interested in the science behind the paranormal. So I, uh, I decided to move to America and uh, with uh, my friend uh, Bendy, uh, we, we uh, founded a paranormal uh, institute which would look into the, uh, the, uh, the paranormal. And um, uh, as anyone will know, you, you need a, a healthy dose of skepticism uh to balance things out and uh, obviously that is where joel came in um i'm very tall i have dark parted hair i wear horn rim glasses because i uh, i don't need glasses i just really like the tv series heroes and uh, i wear it i wear a tweed suit at all times at all times uh even when you're uh, sleeping even when i am sleeping okay. i have a tweed <laughs> I have Pajama a tweet pants. pajama. <laughs> I have tweet That's pajamas. Amazing. They're itchy, but they uh, they focus the mind. I just want to say that that uh, we've already established shortened names for you guys, but I think as the only American working with two very uh, long British names, uh, Joel does have some nicknames for you guys. Um, <laughs> Bendy's yours is Bendy like Beckham. <laughs> Bendy, Bendy, comma like Beckham. And um, for uh, what Doctor Al, what is Al it? Alberforth Remington Smythe the Third. Okay, your nicknames are Alan Smithy and uh, Remington Steel, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe and maybe occasionally Dumbledore. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> nice, very nice. Those are all I wrote really, in my really good. description um, because this is obviously um, fantasy. I put in that I've got good physical fitness and a thick head of hair. So I just wanted everyone to know that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I think I'm gonna. Would y'all since y'all started up, you you run the show, right? There's no board of directors behind or anything, right? It's just a startup thing, so. Yeah, I think that we just kind of, like, do everything on our own. Okay. Uh, to get started, did you seek out private funding or just everybody collectively pull their savings, max out all their credit cards to get going? Oh, no, 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 nothing like that. Uh, you, you, <laughs> you can probably tell from my education and the way that I talk. Uh, I have money in my family. Uh, mother wasn't particularly happy to... Uh, to see that I was investing my inheritance in such folly, but uh, no, she she um, didn't have any choice, frankly. Yeah. All right. Uh, what what does the inside of this garage look like? What what special like amenities does it feature? What's some features of it? So it's got uh, like we science have an es- shit. We have an espresso machine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's actually the first thing that we put in before we put in anything else. We put in a very expensive and fancy espresso machine. (laughs) 
And it's but think- just like you know, like when you go into a sciencey place and there's always like steam everywhere. It's coming from our espresso machine. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you go to like science museums and they've got those big globes with all the electricity like running through them. Oh yeah, and it's like a static. It doesn't actually do anything. It just like looks cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've got three of them. Yeah, I was gonna say like we got we <laughs> got a bunch of those. <laughs> Makes you feel like a wizard. I don't know, like we just like rub balloons on our sweaters and like hold them over each other's <laughs> hair and stuff. I have several drills on the wall. Uh, two, two of them are for uh, for DIY, and the third is for inserting in my ear. All right. Um, okay, so are there any other – is there competition in town? Any other, like, ghost hunting businesses that you know of that maybe you compete with or anything like that? Or are you the only game in town? I think we're probably alone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, just a couple more questions. What, what, what kind of gear do you have access to? So basically like, what do you use to hunt the ghosts or anything like that? What kind of special gear do you use? Like Uh, super soakers filled with holy water. Yes. (laughs) And like Um, holy water balloons. Yeah. What else? I also, uh, do you, do you, uh, Due to my grounding in the quantum entanglement theory, uh, I have developed a net which can hold a ghost. Um, I, I, I have um, a uh, like a couple of sets of specially designed silver ninja stars. <laughs> <laughs> So I can use I, I use those just because, like as far as I'm concerned, like if it's silver, you know you're you you, you got a good chance of being good to go with that. That's true. Yeah. Carry uh, a, a a large quantity of starch because uh, there's no better way of incapacitating a big cheat than covering it in starch. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you have to be I've ready. Got a pair for of plastic. energy gauntlets. that i made and i can just like use them to hold on to ghosts i think specifically like you you tell us that like i think yeah i was gonna say you you told us it's so you could grab the ghost but it's really so you could punch them because your magazine your parents yeah Yeah, and you're like i need to design something so i can punch them i like the different schools of thought i I needed to physically be able to hit them yeah (laughs) There's, there's been some uh, argument between us as to what the best uh, way of catching a ghost is, obviously. We got one of you that's committed to catching ghosts, and the other two, it sounds like, are committed to just eradicating the world of ghosts. <laughs> I'm like, I, again, like, I, I think I, I'm always down to, to do whatever I feel is necessary. Um, you know, I, I think my, my silver ninja stars are like my, th- those are my, like, backup. I'm not, like, throwing those willy-nilly but uh, i definitely have i got my my holy water super soaker and i think we need what what, what else what else do we have i think that like i i just feel like i i want to be prepared for for anything that we might come across so i think i maybe got garlic rings well like steaks and shit yes yes <laughs> garlic steaks. rings like very small <laughs> versions of onion rings <laughs> <laughs> yeah I carry I mean, garlic baguette on me at all times. 
Nice. <laughs> I want to float it out there again. I mean, I brought this up at our last um, board meeting, but I think that our slogan should be the only good ghost is a dead ghost. I, okay. I think that uh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I think that <laughs> works. I also, and, and my problem with it, the reason why I'm always arguing against it is because it's redundant. <laughs> <laughs> but logically accurate, which is why I'll allow it. And, 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 I, and I keep telling Bendy, I'm like, Bendy, <laughs> you're saying that all ghosts are good. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's saying that there are no such things as terrible ghosts. <laughs> Except They're the all evil. Hurts, probably. <laughs> all right, and then one last question. And, you know, if we're using Ghostbusters as a metric, probably the most important one. What is your mode of transportation? How do you get around town? Oh, BMX. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Just one? Just one BMX? No, no, no. I, 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 I have developed. I have developed a. Um, now, what are, what are those, those bikes where you have more than one? Uh, seat on them. Um, oh, yeah, well, we have one of those, but I've added an electric motor to the back of it. It's capable of speeds of up to 17 miles an hour. Ooh. And also, it's completely green. And I think we also have a private helicopter. <laughs> 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 but... <laughs> But we never use it because the gas is too expensive. <laughs> I, I object on moral grounds. Yeah. Uh, Alan Smithy is always like, you know, complaining because we can't take the helicopter out because it's too expensive. <laughs> and I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> All right. Um, let's let's put a name to it. What, what do you what? What's your business? What is your blank at Gmail dot com? This is something I hadn't thought of. I hadn't even thought of this, man. Um, um, uh, Joel, do you have any ideas? I think I think we are. I don't know what our business name is. I think our email is we are afraid of some ghosts at gmail.com, <laughs> which is it's very hard to contact us because our our whole our whole website is is really terrible. <laughs> No, it has to be, we are afraid of some ghosts, 27. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't the first person to get to it. Uh, but as far as our name, um, how about... The Realist Ghostbusters. <laughs> I was going to say ghost, ghost Smashers. <laughs> and our, and, our, and, our, and, and the, the catchphrase that I'm always trying to get us to go with is smashing makes me feel good spook smashes <laughs> I like alright I like the idea of using the realist so let's go with this the realist smook, or spook smashers yes I like that bring in a lot of, of everything it's catchy. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah, it does. <laughs> All right, so let's just set the scene. What what is happening in the the realist spook smashers headquarters at well, the moment? Right now, I am participating in a competition to see how many balloons I can make stick to my person. I have just finished making a uh, caramel double macchiato with our fancy espresso machine. <laughs> I still think it's a useless waste of money. (laughs) 
Yeah, you think that about I'm the just helicopter blessing water. I'm just blessing water in the corner. <laughs> I just want to kill some ghosts. I'm just blessing water. <laughs> oh, you, you got your I do, I do want to make an amendment really quick because I do want to say that all of our water that we use at headquarters um, is, water. is holy water. It's all been blessed. <laughs> and I'm also including the espresso machine in that. Well, it's, pi- it's piped in blessed. <laughs> yeah. we, we actually have a, a priest in the loft who blesses the, uh, the water tank. On a regular basis, the boiler. His name, his name is Declan. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and he's a deacon. <laughs> his name's Batista, and he's a deacon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as as you're doing your various things, um, you hear you hear a chime come from the from the office computer you know kind of a a ding and then you realize it is your email indicator good lord we have an email uh yeah let me go ahead and open that real quick we, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do a technology we, roll oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes Oh, good! It's a five. <laughs> okay, so yeah. So I open, I open the email. <laughs> All right, and then we'll get you'll get one. Let me write this down. You'll get one job die. So to to I guess win or finish uh, inspectors, the game master assigns a you know generic amount of job die that have to be obtained to whenever whenever that number is reached, the game ends. It wraps up. Um, and you get job you get job dice by making whenever you roll a six or a five you get you get job dice so whenever that as those add up the game will you know begin to end once it and we're gonna we're gonna say ten is our go which may shift if we start reaching ten quickly I don't know we'll see but for now we'll go with ten so you're one of the way there so you open this email and it reads uh, it says the realist Spook Smashers, and then it, you know, or Deer's Realist Spook Smashers. And I go, and I say out loud, that's our name, don't wear it out. <laughs> it, it says, I hope I've reached the right group. I have been emailing uh, We Are Afraid of Some Ghosts for weeks, and, and getting varied responses. Uh, some of them... I just, I just, I, 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 I whispered to Remington, uh, he forgot the 27. <laughs> <laughs> So I've been getting varied responses from date requests to, uh, well, quite frankly, pornographic images that that I did not request and do not appreciate. So I'm hoping this is the right one because I'm not so sure my I can subject my family. I'm using my family email, and you see it's from the Brown Family at Gmail dot com. It's like I've had to I've had to explain quite a few things to my wife and kids. And that could, could have been us. To be fair, <laughs> like, that could have you know that could have been us that sent him that. So maybe we need to work on our you know our IT policy a bit more. You know, you know, I, I've I've talked to you about this before, Bendy. You should <laughs> be sending unsolicited pornography to potential clients. It's just not the done thing. Consider me told. Very well. We shall talk about this no more. And so the email I, goes I, on. I said my I said my latte. The email goes on. It says, in the event that I've reached the correct person, uh, I would like to contract your services. I tried to find a phone number, but I could not. You don't seem to be listed in the in the yellow pages or the white pages or online anywhere. 
Oh, I knew there was something. Yeah, we forgot to do that one. It says, I've been, my name is, is John Brown, and I've been experiencing a strange sound uh, within my residence. I'm a local store owner here in, in, uh, I'm a local store owner here in California, this city that we live in, in California, uh, Malibu. <laughs> Is Malibu in California? This is all in the email. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's thought process is coming (laughs) out. He says, well, it it doesn't matter where, you know, you'll find me uh, if we can arrange a meeting or I'll find you. Um, But there's just this strange sound going on. I'd really really like to meet with you to to describe it. Uh, If you could give me an address because, funny enough, I I can't find that either. I don't, and it has like him. I'm not sure you're running your business well. Your brand's not getting out too much. Okay, it's kind I don't of hard need this. to find. I'll, I'll need this from him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking this rather personally. And then the email signs off with, you know, you can reach me at five 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 five. Right, Bendy. The weird, the weird thing is, I, I, I guess the reason why we never put our address anywhere is because it's one two three four Memory Lane, so it's pretty pretty easy to find us. Okay, I think we should email him back and uh, give him our uh, address and uh, and meet let's with ring this him, fellow. Let's, ring him, let's just ring him straight up and say we'll go over there because what does he need to come here for? Because he doesn't seem to know where he lives. <laughs> he doesn't know his own address. Okay, <laughs> so I will I will oh, go ahead and uh, respond to this email. Oh, hang on a second. I think we should. Uh, we should find his uh, IP address and uh, and just go to him. Okay. Just show I'm, up. Oh, I'm no. going to attempt to trace his IP address. <laughs> All right, that sounds like a technology role. Certainly is. Boom six. All right. So describe describe what you get, uh, and then that will add two job dice to your total. Okay. So I've uh, tracked the IP address, and he does indeed live in Malibu. And uh, I've uh, Malibu, Malibu, <laughs> and I've input the address into uh, a, a sat navigation system, and uh, we're going to cycle down there now at 17 miles per hour. <laughs> I get my helmet. Okay, so y'all load up on on your. Uh, I wish I could a tandem bike. I guess yeah, that's what it is—a tandem bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And start making your way to his address, where where you are certain, more certain than than John Brown is of where it is. <laughs> yep. So it takes you most of the day because you only go 17 miles an hour traveling <laughs> in California, as I understand, is terrible. So you get there uh, right around dusk, right around nightfall. You pull up. And you see this nice two-story house. Uh, it's white, got a nice white picket fence. It's kind of your picture, picturesque uh, American home, you know, on, in a neighborhood. There's houses on both sides, and nothing looks out of the ordinary. Hmm. Nothing seems out of the ordinary here. <laughs> well, remember he said that it was a sound, not anything that he saw. So let's knock on this door and talk to Mr. Brown. Nothing sounds out of the ordinary. <laughs> no, well observed. <laughs> okay, so you walk up and you knock on the door and you hear this voice. You have knocked on the door. Hey! What? How did know? What's going on? And a moment later, a door opens 
And before you stands this this man with a, a real long beard. Um, he's wearing a suit. He just looks like he got home from work. Maybe he's got his briefcase laying oh, by on a on a table by the door. And he's wearing a nice suit. And he says, uh, "Hello." And it says, Hello. "John." And you hear this voice. <laughs> John has greeted you. Okay. Uh. Well, John. Uh. Let me introduce ourselves. We're the Realist Spook Smashers. Uh, I am Joel Cinnamon. Um, these are my partners, um, Remington Steel and uh, the B- Bendy Lake Beckham. That's what I call them. They're two British guys that I found. <laughs> John looks yes, at you. Yes, and he he's like, how, how did you did you find my house? Uh, I, oh, I'm really uh, confused. Uh, Dumbledore over here uh, just traced your IP address <laughs> and we came straight to you. Yes, it was a piece of cake. Yeah, we figured it would be easier than emailing you back because I don't know how to do that. <laughs> he says, "Oh, um, he says, okay, that's uh, that's strange." And you hear from behind him, "John, find your explanation strange." Uh, John, may I ask you who is that that's saying those things? Well, I wish I knew. I mean, that that's that's kind of the problem that I that I emailed you about. I've had this. It started up a few weeks ago. This. This voice just came out of nowhere and randomly provides, like, updates to whatever's going on in the house. And then you hear from behind it, John has explained the problem to you. No. Well, that's convenient. <laughs> well, uh, Is it helpful, narration? If you guys ask me, this sounds like easy money. Yes, I, I think he needs to check his, uh, his house's app settings and see if the... Uh, <laughs> If commentary is turned on, uh, no, I, I think we need to uh, get some sound equipment in and uh, and track down exactly where this voice is coming from. And John says, "Well, uh, you know, I looked on your website, which was really just you know a bunch of Photoshop pictures of people punching ghosts and uh, just other strange images." He's like, "I didn't really see any rates or anything." So, thank you. Well. I, uh, <laughs> You're, you're welcome, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, sure. Well, um, our rates are competitive. Um. <laughs> oh, is there, is there another? Is there another ghost ghost business in in town? No, maybe, maybe like one that if there was, that we would be competitive with them. No, I, I when I say competitive, I mean as in as much as uh, when we tell you how much that it will cost for us to investigate this matter, uh, you will certainly consider it to be a worthwhile investment of your money. You know, okay. competitive. Yes. Huh. Fair. Uh, I think fair. Okay. I think I think I think maybe we misunderstand competitive. But but, but that's okay. Uh so what what are you are you doing like an hourly rate or is it a per job or per spirit? Uh We'll identify kind of- the spirit for free. Ooh, that's nice. And like classify it for you. And then that's where the price comes in, because you know, depending on the, they'll have to charge you, know, you for removal. Yeah, like so, you know, some spirits and entities cost more than others because they're more hardcore. So you know, d- it depends how much we've got to punch them. Um, it's not per punch, but you see what you see where I'm going. I think I think so. Yes. Um, well, that you know sounds reasonable. I guess uh, it, it's really it's getting quite annoying. You know, this it this 
kind of reminding me of everything and just updating everything. It's sometimes it's useful. Like if I forget to take my medication and you hear the John, you took his medication this morning at eight fifty seven AM. It's like, so that's helpful in case, you know, I miss it, but it's not always helpful. Sometimes it's it's rather intrusive, and you know, sometimes it comes in the middle of the night and wakes everybody up because you know it's it's pretty loud usually. John, may I may I inquire as to uh, what medication you're speaking of? I mean that that that's a pretty personal question to ask right out the gate, but uh, yes, no, I understand, but it could have something to do with your case. Well, I'm, um, I'm just curious to see if we're on the same medication. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I take some uh, anti-anxiety anti-exa- medication. I take uh, spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I you know I suffer from Crohn's, so I take some medication from that. I have just terrible arthritis, so I've got medication for that. I also, um, you know, I use Propecia. To you know, I got a little bit of uh, problems with my hair not growing. Um, I I have pretty bad foot odor. I take a medication for that. Uh, I'm forgetful, so I take some supplements for you know helping with my memory. What do you oh, take okay. for your memory? Uh, Alpha Brain. You know I, I heard about it on this this podcast. I listened to Stone Cold Steve Austin's. You know Alpha Brain. He's always you know I figure that guy's been hitting the head with chairs many times. If he thinks Alpha Brain works, then oh, you know it probably yeah. does. Yes, that stone cold fellow, the the fellow that enjoys we've, a beer we've for the into, working We've run hand. into stone cold in the past. We've had dealings. many many of our early missions were thwarting <laughs> his plans. Really, he, he's a he's a big fan of the Gundams. Mm. Huh, this seems like something that would have come up on his podcast. That you know, he you're, talks you're about right, everything. And I'm, pretty, and I'm pretty pissed he's never mentioned us. I mean that that's insulting, really. I guess. Yeah. It does get uh, rather weirsome. Can we come into the house? Um. Well, yeah, yeah. You, you know, I've got about ten minutes right now. So you kind of caught me off guard. I, you know, I was expecting an email or something to kind of schedule, but I've got about ten minutes before I have to go to <laughs> to a gala tonight at the university. Uh, but if you want to come in, get a look around. We want to come maybe. to the gala. Can we come to the gala? Um. <laughs> I I I don't know. I, um, are you members of the science department at uh, the uni- at USC? I don't know about USC, but I know uh, Albus went to Oxnard. So, <laughs> <laughs> is that like a a local community college? I or? think it is. I, yeah, it's o- Oxnard, I, California, right? I uh, I, I attended uh, the Oxford University. In uh, in England uh, for uh, quantum entanglement theory and uh, and later taught at the very same institution. You may have heard of Oxford. Oh well, yes, I'm familiar with Oxford. Yes, yes, yes. We're very good at rowing. Um, so, uh, what do you uh, what what is your uh, profession? Uh, what do you do you teach? Uh, yes, yeah, I'm a teacher of uh, liberal arts. Liberal arts. <laughs> I should like to see conservative arts. Um. Well. Uh. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't know if that's a thing. Oh, it's yeah. just my silly little joke. Don't mind me. Oh dear. Um. Hmm. 
Can yeah, we go to the house? house? I think we should have a look yeah. around the house. Oh, I think we should yeah. hang out in the house while he goes to his thing. Yeah, I'm gonna, I've got about ten minutes here. You can take a look around, and then you know maybe we can schedule something for you to come back and do do a proper investigation. Yeah, so I, 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 I say I, I say no 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 shh, and I put my finger across his lips. <laughs> <laughs> just say shh. Now, do you have like some you kind have of like Amazon? On that, surely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, let's do. Um, let's do. Yeah. So, and it's a one. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so you put his you go to put your finger against John's mouth just as he's starting to talk, and instead your finger goes into his mouth and gags <laughs> him a little bit, and, and he's like, <laughs> and kind of you know spits up a little bit onto the tip of your finger, <laughs> and, it, and then in the background you hear, "You have found John's John's gag reflex." <laughs> <laughs> well, good. At least we know where that is. <laughs> Okay, um, let's have a little look around, and um, we should schedule an appointment for tomorrow so that we can look into things in a little more detail, bring some more equipment over, uh, really get into the nitty-gritty of this situation. Okay. And John says, well, and he, you know, he's kind of rubbing his throat a little bit. He's like, uh, just, I guess you can have free reign of the house, and he kind of slowly backs away, and you hear, you have made John uncomfortable. Hey, John, do you have, like... <laughs> Is this like your your Amazon Echo or something? Is no, this Alexa no. or Siri? No, <laughs> no, uh, nothing like that. I don't, I, you know, I don't even, I don't even own uh, any of those products. Uh, I'm, I'm an Android man. Yeah. You're an Android man. <laughs> that could be the problem. <laughs> I wonder if perhaps I I whisper to my colleagues under my breath so as the potential Android cannot hear. Uh, I wonder if perhaps this man might be machine. I probably shouldn't have exclaimed <laughs> if we were going to be secretive about it. Um, I, I, can, I can I can see, uh, sir, that you're uh, not particularly um, comfortable with us uh, investigating tonight. Uh, I think perhaps the best idea would be for us to arrange a time at which we could return tomorrow and look into this. I think this that together. our best option is actually to just stay the night because by the time we get back to uh, our safe house, it will be uh, time, time to, to come back. <laughs> I wonder if maybe I need to work on the uh, the, the motor on the on the <laughs> bicycle. Perhaps I'll yeah. do that when we return tonight. Yeah, John says, uh, "Yeah, I should be home tomorrow. Tomorrow evening, uh, I'll I'll get the family out of the house." Uh, and as you look up, you see a wife and two two young kids standing at the ah! stairs that are just watching all of this. <laughs> They've been standing there the whole time. <laughs> and this little girl kind of pulls on her mom's shirt. She's like, "Why did that man stick his finger in Daddy's mouth?" <laughs> And I and I lean over, I put my shoulder, my hand on her shoulder, and I say, "Because he got a, we keep rolling one." <laughs> and you put your hand on the girl's shoulder. Yeah. And she screams and goes, "How did you get up here?" Hey. <laughs> I've told you about this before, Joel. Don't teleport in front of the customers. So, That's I'm experimental sorry. technology. I haven't perfected it yet. You well, could end up inside well, not- the wife. Yeah, but I'm not using the stairs. Come on. All right, make a tech. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have Joe make a technology rose since teleportation is brought, brought into, <laughs> into the game. <laughs> I was, 
I was hoping I would make a contact roll to comfort the little girl instead. Well, well, technology <laughs> no, is taking precedence. No, because don't want that to go wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. It's a one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so going to end up inside this one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Joe, you know, while he's he got spooked by seeing the family staying up there, he hit his accidentally hit his teleportation button, teleported up to the top of the stairs, frightened a small girl, got himself <laughs> frightened again, hit the button again, and suddenly he is in a McDonald's about you know three miles away. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, I'm beginning to wonder if it might not have been an idea to use the teleporter to come here to begin with. <laughs> hmm. I should, I, should, I should have to consider this in future. Uh, <laughs> now, okay, first of all, the first thing I do is I order a 10-piece nugget meal um, <laughs> with a Coke. And the guy behind the counter goes, good God, you can just have it. Just get out of here. <laughs> Cool. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to try to teleport back instead right. of walking three miles. Let's so, make, make another technology roll. It's a six! All right. You describe <laughs> what happens and you'll get two, two job dice. Okay. So I, I teleport um, right back to where I was standing before I, I teleported upstairs. But now I actually – I also teleported at a – Taco Bell on the way back, so I not only have a, a nugget tray, but I also have a 12-piece uh, taco box for everybody to share. Right, and that well, calms the go down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she starts to scream. She's like, ooh, ch- uh, chalupas. <laughs> yes, chalupas. And so John just doesn't know where to look anymore, and you hear over the vote you hear over you know it's like fast food really is not the best thing for digestive systems especially john he he has terrible ibs okay well i guess none none tacos for you john no tacos for john (laughs) and and john's like um yeah we're we're gonna have to go and i you know i just want to say that I'm only hiring you right now because I don't really have another option and I can't keep living this way. But, uh, yeah, don't expect a great Yelp review from, from, from old John. Yeah. Well, that's not a good thing to tell people right before well, they start, before you leave them alone with your house. I, I whisper to my colleagues, it's a bloody good job we're not on Yelp. It's mm, a good point. Before they go, can I quickly ask the wife if she can hear the voice as well can we can hear it can't we yes i think okay okay and she says yes yeah we i I can hear it and the voice comes over it is confirmed that everyone in within the residence can hear okay do you recognize the voice mrs brown and she shakes her head no uh nobody we don't really know what it is and Mm. i wonder to myself if the voice has a name but I don't tell anybody I'm thinking about this. <laughs> That's helpful. <laughs> Does anything happen? <laughs> okay, um, Mr. No, Brown. No, nothing happens. Damn it, Mr. Brown. We we've made an appointment uh, to uh, visit you tomorrow. Uh, we'll be here bright and early at the appointed time, and um, I think perhaps you have an gentlemen- extra room. I th- <laughs> I, I mean, we, we, we have, well, we don't have any extra rooms, but the wife to see your sister or something. I think until we've figured out what is happening here, that is not a bad idea at all, sir. All right. Uh, and he kind of ushers you towards the door. 
No need to show us out, sir. We shall teleport immediately forthwith. Okay. We all hold hands. <laughs> no, I'm doing the teleporting, <laughs> Mini. I'm not trusting you anymore. <laughs> it's uh, technology is the free. Oh, there's another six. Wonderful. All right. All right. So, yeah, tell, tell us what happens. You've got two more. I take more. the teleporter away from Joel. Res- resolving in my mind never to allow him to use it himself again, <laughs> I punch in the coordinates for the uh, the home office, and off we go. Stopping off at McDonald's on the way, because I really fancy a b- banana milkshake. That was the problem. Joel was just hitting the random button. He wasn't trying to specifically go anywhere. <laughs> he accidentally hit one of the um, predetermined routes that I programmed into it, I think. <laughs> It's yeah, the McDonald's I went to was specifically the one that he likes. Um, unfortunately, I've programmed some hotkeys on it, and I think he may, his finger may have slipped. Okay, so you end up after you know food runs and everything, you end up back at at HQ, where we will enter the next phase of the game, which is research and investigation. So yeah, we'll move into the next the next phase where research, where you kind of you know you can kind of explain research you're doing to maybe determine what this problem is. Right. Okay. Um. So we we need to look into any potential historical incidences of disembodied voices, especially manifesting in houses uh, potentially linked not to the family, but to the property. We really should have asked Mr. Brown if they have moved into that house recently. I'm going to have a look in my ghost encyclopedia real quick. Okay. Um... Can I make an academics roll? Yeah. Oh, I've got a six. All right. So, yeah, you get two uh, job dice, which puts you all at nine. So we're going to bump that up a little bit. To We'll go 15. Uh-huh. <laughs> we can get to the actual investigation at some point before you win the game. So, I yeah, mean, tell us, tell us what you find. Okay. I, I find the... Um, the classification of the ghost. It is a um, classic disembodied voice. Um, I don't know um, how to defeat it, but at least we know what it is. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I have a theory. I think perhaps in order to voice, we must first give it a body. Nice. I like that. Okay. Yeah, it's much it's much easier to punch a body. Oh shit. So we just need to go to get to go to the morgue and get a dead body. Like a freshly <laughs> dead body. Well, I mean I was thinking maybe just a, a dust sheet or something, but we could also go down that route, I suppose. <laughs> I was thinking we could Frankenstein this motherfucker up. I I suspect perhaps there is a little more that we can research uh, regarding how to uh how to deal with with such forces and uh, remember as well we we still have no idea as to why this manifested in the first place we could very easily tackle this problem only to have it re-manifest itself later definitely need to look into this in much further detail okay so um yeah you you I mean whatever options you can think of you can you can do you can make maybe contact rows to contact someone you know that might know something about it or more academic rows or 
Um, just basically anything you can think of to, to further research this problem. Okay. I, I have a colleague at Oxford who did look into uh, the paranormal slightly in his day. Uh, it was him that uh, initially got me interested in that side of things before my, uh, my good friend Bendy lost his parents and uh, started this whole chain of events which led us to this garage in California. I, will, uh, I, I might give him a, a quick ring and, uh, and ask him if he has had any, uh, any prior experience with this kind of thing. Okay, yeah, make a contact roll. Okay. Good lord, it's a six. All right, so explain to me who you reach out to. So I um, I contact uh, Frederick Bowles from uh, Oxford University. Uh, he is a preeminent expert in the paranormal, and uh, he explains to me that a uh, disembodied voice often results from um, some form of trauma for a person that uh, previously lived in the house and they have left part of themselves in the house and they attach themselves to uh, a, a person that they feel a strong bond to and uh, that they somehow feel protective of. And the only way to get rid of them is indeed to give them... Burn the house down. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why must you always burn the house down? It's really the quickest way to do anything. I mean, that's quick. That's fast money. Do you know what I mean? On to the next thing. Uh, I I, I think um, we need to uh, give this this voice some form of corporeal form so that we might punch it in the face many times and force it to leave. Now, here's the thing. Uh, He seems very helpful, and I don't know if he's exhibited any uh, punchable offenses. Does that make sense? He is still a ghost, and that is what we do to ghosts. Well, I'm pretty sure our slogan is, uh, (laughs) only good ghost is a dead ghost. I'm fairly certain. And so if it's a ghost, that means it's a good ghost. (laughs) You must stop using the slogan to color your judgment. This is why it's it's a good slogan, because it just raises so many questions. Right, and I and I like that. Look, all I'm saying is I I'm not so sure if this is a traditional ghost, um, because he he doesn't seem to be causing any harm. He just seems to be narrating events, which is a very weird thing for us to experience because nothing we've ever done has ever been narrated. Certainly not a poltergeist. Well, if you guys while you guys are doing all your research, I'm going to go ahead and. Uh, uh, play uh, that Walking Dead video game, the one, the one where you uh, you do things and it and uh, it tells you what happens. You make decisions. See, that, I just found that game to be a bit dark overall, so um, just a bit depressing. Do you know what I mean? Okay, I'll play the fantasy one instead. Okay. <laughs> what was that one called? Oh, the the fables one. Yeah, the Wolf Among Us. Yeah, I'm gonna go play that on my on my Xbox One S that I have because this is a fictional scenario. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, well, you guys, you guys, let me know when there's something you guys need me to do. I, I feel like I feel like this is a great time for a confessional from Joel on on how that game goes. 
<laughs> so when you do a confessional, you know, do it like you would see on reality TV. You're speaking to a camera. Uh, I decided that I wanted to go play video games, not just because I wanted to get away from the two Brits, but uh, because in that game, a lot of your actions are narrated. Um, so if you do something, it sometimes tells you how people feel. Um, and I was, I'm basically going to use that to help me think of some reasons why this ghost would be here. All right. Nice. All right. Anybody else got research or anything you want to do in this phase? Seemed to no, come I, up with a pretty good plan so far. And I think we've got a good idea of what it is and how to deal with it. Uh, we might disagree on whether or not we need to deal with it, but uh, we know how it can be dealt with. Look, all I'm saying is we don't know. We like we've established that this is easy money, but we don't know if it's going to be easy money too. Hard to kill. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so if there is no more research and investigation, we will go into the next phase, which is suiting up, where basically you, you know, you get your equipment, what you're going to take, anything you're taking with you to address the problem. Okay, well, if if we're going with procuring a body, we will put that into this phase. Okay. (laughs) Well, I think first things first, we need some recording equipment. We're going to need uh, other audio equipment so that we can analyze this voice. I would suggest that, Bendy, you should take your power gloves because you never know if we might need to punch something. Never leave home without them. Never leave home without them. Joel, uh, I imagine that uh, you already have your uh, ninja stars. Yeah, I've been sharpening them. Good, good. Um want to cut straight through that ghost um the super soakers that goes without saying we should take them um and also we're going to have to uh make a detour to the local mortuary to procure ourselves a body i uh i think we might know someone down there that can uh, at least lend us a body is it mordecai the mortician it is it is you remember him how could i possibly forget that shocking blonde hair. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fine figure of a man. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we, we shall talk to Mordecai. Um, in fact, I, we should teleport there forthwith because I have had no time to work on the bike. We should probably use the teleporter instead. Hey, why don't we use the helicopter? It's too expensive. Okay. Thought I'd give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going to so. make a, a double foam latte on, for the for the road. <laughs> Have we got go cups? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit, son! I'm going to get an americano. Okay, I will make that for you Thank because you I'm sure you wouldn't be able to do it correctly. I'm going to stand here judgmentally looking at you both, thinking to myself, "Why couldn't we invest in a decent tea caddy?" You know this thing makes tea too, right? What? Yeah. You didn't know that? I didn't know this. Yeah. I am going to have the biggest cup of tea. (laughs) Okay. So we all got our beverages to go. (laughs) We're going to go teleport (laughs) to the the graveyard to pick out a body. (laughs) Tally-ho. And that's it for this episode. Be sure to come back next week to see the crazy finale of this Inspector's Game. The guys get to 
they get to the bottom of what is going on with this this disembodied voice, and they really figure it out. And there's a few twists and turns along the way, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Be sure to check out Dave Roberts at Real Dave Roberts on Twitter. Uh, check out Tyler at Tyler Moliterno. That's M O L I T E R N O. And check out Matt at Rogue Print Co. R O G U E P R I N T C O. They're all awesome dudes, well worth your time. So go get on Twitter, check them out. You can find all their other stuff through Twitter. Remember, please rate and review us on iTunes to help us grow. Share us with all of your friends. We want to spread role-playing games to everybody. Like I said in the beginning, just grow this community around this show. Uh, I'm part of a lot of podcast communities, and they are always very positive, very cool people. And I can see that starting to happen here, and I love it. So until next week, remember to have fun and row to play. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Visit row2playpodcast.com for more information. R-O-L-L-2playpodcast.com. Like us over on Facebook at Row2PlayPodcast. Follow us on Twitter at Row2PlayPod. Have a question or comment? Email us at Row2PlayPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to play with a game with us, just hit us up on any of our social media and let us know. And lastly, our music is the intro track from the Spellbreaker EP by Tritachion. Visit soundcloud.com slash Tritachion.